Great. So we have the recording started, and um, we're going to start our um, our teleseminar. Just getting everybody connected here. Um, so um, we're back with our teleseminar today. It's on a Monday. Usually they're on Tuesdays, but here in the United States, we had Thanksgiving this past week, so it kind of changed uh, the, my scheduling. But I'm so happy to have all of you join us today. Um, so usually how so usually how the teleseminar works, um, uh, I'm going to present information about the topic, uh, talk with you a bit about the topic for, for today. And then um like to open it up for anybody else on the call today who'd like to share or ask questions. Uh, I used to call it a town hall meeting may, uh, in that here in the United States, our representatives and, and our political representatives used to come to their home and uh, have a, a town hall where people could ask them questions. And that's how I kind of like today to be for everyone. Um, the other thing is, um, before we get started, um, again, um, you you may have received my announcement. I'm going to offer the sixth year of the Missing Link uh, book group, uh, the Missing Link by Sydney Banks, that speaks to the understanding that these teleseminars are used as a foundation. And um, if you're uh, interested, um, I really encourage you to join us for that year-long um, program. And uh, if you haven't got the announcement, email me at drmarkhoward at uh, comcast.net, drmarkhoward at comcast.net, and I'll send you the announcement. So let's get started. Um, I wanted, I've been thinking about today's uh, topic quite a bit because um, I keep hearing as I'm mentoring and coaching people that, uh, you know, they've been told it's just your it, it's just your thinking. And, um, you know, I really wanted to pose the question, is it really just your thinking? And the reason um, I wanted to look at that together with you is because I think whenever um, we are told or other people you tell other people that it's just your, 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 their thinking, that doesn't help people because um, um, it, it, it lacks an understanding um, around the true nature of the principles. Um, and also, if people at that moment knew it was their thinking, they wouldn't be in the condition they're in when they're talking to you. So just telling people it's their thinking really doesn't do justice, really, to the principle of thought. Um, it's too much into ideas and uh, gets the intellect going too quickly. So let's step back and once again... Um, talk about what is really the true nature of our thinking um, and, and, and then go from there in our conversation today. Um, I want to speak today about the simplicity of, again, what Sidney Banks brought to the world with these principles of mind, thought, and consciousness. And you really always want to go back there to grasp an understanding if what the experience you're having now about your life, um, in terms of where where um, that experience gets created, see that's what we're looking at. Telling people it's just their thinking really doesn't speak to the depth of where my experience or this their experience in this moment is really getting created. And when people really touch that then they get a choice in the matter uh, uh, about how they want to use their, their thought, their thinking. So, once again, um, um, you want to just get a feel now. Don't try to 
think about what I'm sharing with you. I'm doing my best to share with you the spiritual energy we are all a part of that we're calling these three principles. So you want to see that you're living every moment in a conscious state, in a state of consciousness, meaning you're in a state of understanding, a state of awareness um, that is held in place by the power of thought. It gets created by thought, this power to create um, a way for you to experience or to know the present moment. And so you are in a conscious state of understanding and you're um, experiencing that conscious state through the power of thought. And the energy that is manifesting that for you to be alive and have that experience is mind. And with mind, all of us are connected to the spiritual energy of these principles. And we all are, um, we all have a connection to the intelligence that is, that is before this universe. Um, but what I really want you to get a feel for is that, um, the experience you're having right now, whether it's um, excitement, boredom, joy, um, insights or realizations, are really being created through these three principles. And um, so you're living continually in a state of awareness and thought is guiding that state. And you have it your available to you uh, the wisdom or knowledge um, that's been here since the since life took form, and we're all connected to that so um what that means is that um, you are only going to be able to live in your moment given the quality of your thinking and the level of understanding you have about the fact that thought is creating your reality and the depth at which you see that. So again, you know, is it really just your thinking? Well, uh, the experience you're having is really coming from the fact that you can think the fact that you're a thinker, combined with your understanding that um, your the experience you're having now is coming through the way you use thought. So Sidney Banks shares that the principles are neutral. Mind, thought, and consciousness are neutral. And they get what you put into them through your free will, how you choose to use them is the experience you're going to have. Now, that takes really reflection because it looks like you can do something with these principles, you know, practically. But you just want to get the feel that they're neutral principles until you use them. And you use them from day one, moment to moment, to create an experience of your life that you ha- that you're having. So, in one respect, one of the things you're creating is all the thinking you're doing. You're able to think any way you want to think because you have that gift to create thinking. So, in one one respect, the experience you're having now. Um, is in reality created by thought and is the thinking you're doing. So, Sid always says, you know, all all of what we create, jealousy, envy, uh, uh, gratitude, uh, generosity, all is created through our use of mind, thought, and consciousness. So somebody um, 
it was really interesting that somebody emailed me about this topic and they said something like, yeah, there, there must be something other than thought. What about desires? You know, desires, that's something that may be uh, beyond just our thinking. But um, so again, that got me curious about this topic in that nothing that you experience, which even is called desires, can happen uh, without thought. And um, so we really want today on the telesummer to get a feeling that no experience you're having can really um, happen without the way you're using the principles. So there's nothing separate from the principles. You are not separate from the principles because you are them. You are mind, thought, and consciousness in a physical form, knowing life through the way you use thought and consciousness. Now, it's not quite like that. It's the best way I'm trying to explain um, uh, the, the nature of these principles. Um, but that it is your thinking isn't like dismissing your thinking. It isn't like judging your thinking. It isn't like making your thinking not real. So those are a lot of comments in the community about uh, about our thinking that sometimes people have talked to me about how they're, you know, they, they have this thinking and they know it's not real or um, they shouldn't be thinking the way they are or, or um, you know, because uh, uh, it's just their thinking, um, uh, then they've got to do something about it. So once we get into thinking about thinking uh, and get away from really the depth at which it's being created through these principles, we begin thinking about our thinking. <laughs> And uh, we start to qualify it in some way. So there's no way that what you create from the principles isn't a, a, re, a real reality for you. Sid calls it separate realities. We all live in a thought-created reality moment to moment. And that's very real. It's not not real. Um and it's real for you. And um, so questioning, see, when we get out into looking at our own personal thinking, we get thoughts about that, which really move us away from the, the truth of the matter that we're creating a reality we're living in moment to moment through thought. And we're all the same. We're doing that. We're all the same. That same energy uh, being given to us to create a reality we live in. That's why you can look at any life issue in your life uh, and see that your family members don't see it quite the way you do. And some of your family members and friends actually see it completely opposite the way you do. Because everybody has the freedom to use thought any way they want to um, uh, use it. And so um, that's what you really want to see. There's there's like thought, there's no way to look at thought in terms of it's not real. Um, that just kind of, um, it kind of distract, distracts people from the truth of it. Uh, you're, you're, what you experience through thought is real for you. Um, now you can have more understanding of um, of your thinking and you can see that there may be another way for you to think about the situation. And when you shift into another way of looking at that situation, that'll be real for you. Um, so you want to look at where your thinking comes from as really being neutral in that there's no right or wrong about what you're creating with the principles. There's nothing better than um, there's just 
maybe you could just say there's like uh, higher levels of understanding of your true nature. And with that understanding, um, we probably do move more toward uh, seeing life in terms of the lens of love and understanding. Maybe you could say that about it. But the question of whether or not your thinking is real is like, it's not something that you can find if you understand the principles. It is a reality you're living in that's real for you in the moment. Not only that, but um, you're given the gift of thought so that you do see life. And so you know life. And um, you want to be able to know what's in front of you to see if you could go, if you should go forward in that direction or avoid it completely. So you really... want to be thankful for the gift of thought, for example, so that you know, um, so that you see life and know whether um, uh, what you're moving toward is going to be harmful to you or supportive of you. Um, So, um, so again, back to the question about desire. Uh, to really look deeper at desire, that's just a, that's just, you know, a, a way that um, people are thinking. And in that wonderful book about Island of Knowledge by Linda Queering, um, when she um, she um, quotes Sid in terms of him having uh, a few statements about desirelessness. And how, again, we get caught in our habitual thinking of desire and then it really gets us looking beyond um, uh, our own love and understanding into really thinking we we really need something in our lives. Um, So, uh, again, for that person, you know, who who asked about thinking that, you know, well, maybe desires are beyond thinking. Nothing can go beyond thinking. And so with thought and consciousness, we create all of our experiences, our desires, our judgments, our opinions, our assumptions, our expectations. And again, when we get caught into those forms, they affect us. Um, So... Uh, many people that I coached uh, and mentored around uh, wanting to coach with these principles have high expectations about how much understanding they should have about the principles before they can share about them with people. And so we create those expectations through the power of thought and then they, they affect us. So for people that I'm mentoring, they kind of limit um, when uh, people can begin sharing what insights they found by reading Sidney Banks' works or understanding the principles for themselves. And what I always remind people is that, um, again, you know, you want to just share what you've seen. And if you've seen anything and you share from what you've seen, you're as powerful as any three principles coach. But again, I just shoot using that as an example in terms of all the forms that um, that um, the, the, the nature of thought can, the, the spiritual energy of thought can um, provide us to create. And when we create them and don't understand where they're coming from, they impact us and we live from from that level of thinking. So, um, in a sense, um, it really is our thinking that's creating the experience we're having. Um, but you want to go a little deeper than that to see that it's really being created by the way you're using thought and the consciousness or the conscious state you're living in now. And so um, um, I just wanted to offer that to you today 
um, the simplicity of uh, the principles that you're alive with the intelligence um, that's in this universe guiding you, you're alive and you think and you are aware of your thinking. That's mind, thought, and consciousness. And the, and the other beautiful thing that the principles provide us is that we can understand the spiritual nature and there's endless understanding about it so that there's always more that you can see about what you truly are and what's been given to you to navigate your life and really move you to living your life um, in terms of your true nature, true nature of love and understanding and happiness and well-being and uh, truly feeling the connection you have to all living things, that oneness. So, um, so that's the simplicity. And to just live in, it's just my thinking or it's just your thinking and to share that with people really, really um, does a disservice uh, to what that thinking, where that thinking is really coming from and what people can really begin to access around what they truly are. So I just wanted to share that with you all because I hear so much about what people, people's opinions around their thinking. And so people are thinking there. You know what I mean? They're thinking at, at they're thinking about those ideas rather than continuing to remind themselves what they are that has created that thinking. Well, once again, I'm just repeating what I said earlier. You know, when we think that, well, the thinking you're doing isn't real or the thinking you're doing is wrong or... Um, um, we even that we feel our thinking, all these ideas um, uh, really limit. If we just think about those ideas, we're not really getting the deep flavor of what we are a part of or what we are that's created those ideas. And that's where you want to be looking. And so... To just tell someone it's just their thinking does them no service at all because that's just um, not what you want people to really get. What you want people to really get is that they are the these spiritual energy that's living at a, at a level of understanding held in place by the nature of thought, by thought. So... Um, Hopefully, I did some justice to what I wanted to share today in the teleseminar to help with um, that whole idea that it's really just your thinking. It, at some level, yes, but you don't want to just sit looking at that. You want to go deeper. Um, there's nothing else that really is... Um, more than these principles. So there's nothing else you, you're experiencing that can really be more than thought, you see, because the experience you're having is coming from thought. So desires or needs, uh, as people will say sometimes, or um, uh, having a certain kind of life, uh cannot be more than thought because the, the desire you're having is being created within you through the way you're using thought. So the principles are like the bottom line. Nothing can come um, before or after them. So I just want to check in with everybody. We have a large group of people on our call today. And again, um, for those of you who may be new to the teleseminars, I really want to make room for people to ask their questions or share their understanding of the principles 
or share um, thoughts about today's teleseminar. And so I'm going to ask you to do that in a moment, but I wanted to just share two things with you. If you Google um, the Long Beach Lectures, and make sure that it's by Sydney Banks, if you Google that, you will see the whole seminar is available for you to listen to for free or to watch for free. If you really want to get a really uh, probably the most, what, what I've seen anyhow, the most um, powerful way of of, um, of of Sydney presenting these principles, um, get the Long Beach lectures and then go to the last talk, which is our jumping time, and really listen to those three sections. And he really, really shares the principles in a really pure way. The other thing I wanted to share with you, as I mentioned at the beginning, is I'm offering a year-long exploration of Sid's book, The Missing Link, which is his most spiritual book. I mean, in that book, it's all um, uh, uh, sayings and sharing at a spiritual level. And... um, if you haven't received my announcement about it, email me at drmarkhoward at comcast.net and I'll send that announcement to you. But for today, if anybody has a question they want to share or some um, some understanding they've had about the principles or today's uh, teleseminar, press star two on your phone and um I'll see that you want to um you want to share something and um we'll talk together. So just pre- press star two on your phone. So we have someone. Um, first we're going to someone in uh it looks like Queens, New York. I don't have a name. Okay, uh, hello? Hi. Mark? Actually, it's yes. Queens, New York. I'm here in San Francisco, but that's my old original number, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's I'm, how it's coming through, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the old area code. I got rid of it. <laughs> um, thank you so much, and I've been following you for quite some time. We've had some talks over the years. Um, so I have a very kind of like um, clarifying kind of question. It has to do with we are a, a biological creature. I mean, that's a thought idea, of course. Um but in, in so that we are that way, we respond to um, a, a array of energy or stimulation, if you will. And I don't quite see how that's made up as thought in terms of the direct experiencing of the sensation we receive. How we interpret that, I get it. But could you speak a little more about maybe this level of distinction in terms of thought in relation to just the sheer rawness of the stimulation we receive, because that's biological by nature, I think, in terms of how we talk about it. So, yeah, that's true, you know. And um, I don't know, the closest that I can share about that is, um, you know, there are um, sensations that the body will just react to. Um but your awareness of them uh, must come through thought. So, uh, for example, the biological need to eat, um, your body may be, uh, you know, stimulating that in a brain receptor, but if you're caught up in, um, if you're caught up in, like, um, you know, some uh, really uh, um, overwhelming thinking, you won't be aware of hunger. So um, to be aware of the sensation, it must come through thought. And um, I think if, it isn't that um, uh, the body biologically doesn't have its... Um, nerve receptors and um, 
biological needs that get transmitted through biologically or biochemically, but your awareness of that must come to thought. Um, you must have a thought to see that um, you're hungry. Um, so let's look at it outside of that for real quick, a real quick uh, 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 example and see if this makes sense. Sid has a, uh, uh, an audio tape on thought and alcoholism. And uh, he talks about how, um, you know, um, when people um, uh, don't drink, even though they have the craving to drink, they have to think differently. They have to have a change in thought to not drink, even though they have the maybe physiological urge to drink. Um, so it's the same thing. It's, that's how thought plays out in terms of our biology. And so I, I don't know if that helps with your question, but uh, I think you'll find... It's an it's an exploration, and I guess things like, for instance, pain. Um, yeah. so I'm understanding you that my thinking about the, the stimulation that will it, it, it defines the experience of pain, but it doesn't eliminate the stimulation, and therefore there's still a oh, that's right. that wants to respond. Yeah, that's right. It doesn't, but it's not your thinking. It's that you must have a thought to recognize the stimulation of pain. You must. Um, but it doesn't, like, mean um, that you're not getting the stimulation. But there have been people that have shared, there's a book out, I don't remember the title of the book, of, of somebody that really transcended their experience of pain. Um, so... Uh, I remember um, um, having strained my back, actually injured it. And um, I had different levels of that experience of pain, although um, my back was hurting most of the time. So um, your awareness of that stimulation, I guess you could say, must come to you through thought. No, I appreciate this. In fact, the only other thing I'll add to this is that as I'm getting this clearly, it's not really just thought we're talking about. It's thought, mind, and consciousness together as one unified whole that gives us a sense of awareness, not just thought alone. I mean, they're all woven in That's together, right. actually, right? That's right. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's, there's, yeah. And really, a profound way that Sid talks about the three of them, like what you're sharing, is that he says they're all one. Um, yeah. And there's only really one principle, but that's profound, you know. I mean, I could get a glimmer of that, but I have, I want to just keep reflecting on that piece. So, yeah, that's the other thing to remember. All the three principles are creating and manifesting through you moment to moment all of them are so it's not just thought well thanks for bringing that up and uh, sharing that with us there are a few more people that want to share so um, let me see here um, somebody from Hawaii hi Mark it's Diane uh, I'm actually in hi, Diane. hi love I just wanted to uh, say thank you for uh, opening this and doing this uh, for everyone. Um, this morning I was really caught up in my thoughts, you know, and it's just uh, to be a catalyst for the truth. And I just feel so grateful for the, the glimmers of the feelings that you awaken back up in me, you know, and that they're mine and... Uh, no matter what's happening, it can't be taken away. But I love that you started about the neutrality of of the three principles and and how Sid would speak about them. You know, and you you have so much kindness in 
in in your voice and your understanding and oh so anyway i i just love you and i really really think of you as a gift to the world and all the little sparks that you wake up in people so thank you well thank you for sharing that i really appreciate your sharing those it's really touching um yeah, you know, I really do think we want to keep coming back. Whenever we look at the physical world, uh, meaning uh, how we feel as well as um, our physical bodies, and we're trying to understand, we always want to come back to what we what we can feel inside ourselves, what glimmers we get about where those experiences are coming, how they're coming to our awareness, where what we are a part of um, that brings the physical world to our awareness so that we can know it. Same with that earlier question, you know, we are given these principles so we can know we're in pain, you know. We want to know that, right? <laughs> you know, so... Uh, but when we have, when we're a little puzzled about that, always come back and stay reflective uh, around the neutrality of these principles and just ask the intelligence we're a part of to help you see something and let it go. Don't try to figure it out. That's, that just keeps you in the world of, of actual thinking. And what you want to do is get away from your own world of thinking to see something new. And so you always want to bring yourself back to what you are, the spiritual nature, and just kind of ask the intelligence to guide you. Because you are being guided. That's the other thing that Sid shared. They really blew my mind. I didn't know what to do with it at first. Uh, and, and I've gotten more and more comfortable with just trying to help Mark Howard get out of the way so that the, the intelligence of mine could guide me, could guide me to my life, to um, my calling. So always come back to that. And the neutrality is whenever you get caught up in whether you're thinking right or your thinking's wrong or whether it's real or not, you're in the wrong arena. You want to come back to the neutrality of what you are, mind, thought, and consciousness, creating your experience. Just sit in that and that will help you. When you get out into it, into uh, the non-neutrality, your own thinking, you get confused. Believe me, I've been there. <laughs> um, there was another hand up, hand up, and I'm not sure if that person left the call. Um, but uh, does some, somebody else have a question or something they'd like to share? Just press start two on, on your phone. Oh, here we go. Um, let's see here. We have somebody. Um, we have somebody in New Mexico, Las Cruces. Hi, Mark. That's me, Eva. Oh, hi. How are you? Oh, hi, Eva. Hi. Good. Um, this is so deep and explaining a lot of what I've been experiencing, even though I have some grounding and understanding in Sid's message, the thinking, the personal mind is so loud and so convincing that it drowns out the wisdom or I override the wisdom whispers and think that my thinking is guiding me, and when we're in a low mood and we're not feeling well physically, that's 
when I don't think well. That's when I don't hear the wisdom. So I guess my question is, um, can you speak to the personal mind and the wisdom whispers and how to navigate the waters when we're in a thought storm? personal mind, personal thinking. So um, a few thoughts now. You Again, what everybody brings to the table, we could spend uh, an hour with together. So just a couple of thoughts. When you're in a thought, uh, thought storm, um, get your raincoat on, your rain boots, put up an umbrella. You know, <laughs> I just kind of... That's all you want to do is be as gentle with yourself as you can. See, the first step in us really taking care of ourselves is to know, is to realize we're in a a thought storm. Do you know how many millions of people don't even know it's their thinking that's kind of riling them up this way or overwhelming them? So you want to just be grateful you can know you're in a thought storm. Um, um, let's see, what else were you sharing? Oh, you know, um, you know, um, um, all of the all of the thinking we do becomes our personal thinking, right? I mean, the minute it gets formed from the spiritual energy. It's our personal thinking. Um, But when we open up to um, knowing that um, the intelligence of mind or what we might call wisdom is there to guide us, uh, we can begin to um, hold off our personal thinking a bit to see if we can hear from that wisdom. So I'll give you an example. I used to uh, do clinical work, and uh, so I used to work with couples a lot. And when, of course, when they came to see me, they were at their worst, right? I mean, that's the reason they would usually come to see me. And uh, we would have a couple of meetings, and in in a meeting when they were, like, kind of critical of each other during the meetings, start of the meeting, they would do something like, um, they would do. They would have like a tender moment with each other, like they would uh, hold hands, uh, or um, you know, uh, be generous to the other person, and that would come and show itself. And then they go right back to their um, their arguing with each other or telling the other person how wrong they were. So I would stop them and I would say, Do you know that? You just had a tender moment. So like what you were saying, Eva, little flickers of wisdom. See, little flickers of wisdom came up. And they say, oh, yeah, but we had a, we have to get through this first. We have to fix this. So they have, so I, so they had the feeling they're looking for. A little feeling came in of tenderness. And, but, their personal thinking overrode it. They didn't know that that's what they should pay more attention to when they have tender moments or when they were being generous. That's what they wanted to cultivate, not go back to their personal thinking about each other. And so it's the same with us. You know, once we start to realize that when we have moments of gratitude, or we just have a moment of contentment, or we have a moment that helps us, you know, get closer to another person in our lives, or forgive ourselves. Um, those are those are the little moments of wisdom, and we want to begin to cultivate that. What do I mean by that? Well, practically, you want to try to stay longer in them rather than override them. When you get a moment of just getting quiet, uh, you don't want to get yourself busy again thinking you've got tons of things to accomplish. You have no time to stay quiet. So 
practically that's what you can begin to do um, because habitually through our lives we've honored our we've honored um, our our intellect much more than than um, um, kind of our spiritual essence that speaks to us and what you're calling wisdom. So practically, once you get something from wisdom, you want to stay there a little. You want to hang out. And that's what I started to teach these couples. It's like um, when you have a moment of tenderness, you want to live in it. You want to keep it going because that's what will heal you. So that's what I'd share with you, Eva. And of course, there's always more we could share with that. We could spend a lot of time with that. But those are my thoughts about what you were sharing today. Um, and you could always email me if you had more questions. So thank you for that. I want to go on to our next person, okay? Thank you, yes. Um, let's see. We have um, someone that's it's showing Portland, Oregon. Yeah, hi, Mark. It's Tom from, from Portland. Oh, hi, Tom. And um, I was going to share something very similar to what you just said, something that I have noticed. I am in a, currently in a, in a six-month program for people who want to, you know, learn how to be guides, guides for others. And what I've noticed when when I do talk to people is I tend to notice See, I feel like I have some grounding in the fact that I have wisdom and well-being, you know, that they're innate in me. That's something that, that I've seen. So when I talk to people, most of the time, I'm just listening to them, and then I'm seeing it happen to, for them in real time. Like I'm seeing their wisdom come out, or I'm seeing they have a moment, which is something that I would call, you know, well-being, and then I point it out to them. And it seems like you know, it seems like people find that valuable. Well, oh, yeah. Is that what you wanted to share? Yeah, so that that's kind of what I – and I guess the other part that I, yeah. I don't yet find myself talking to them about thought at all. But, you know what I'm saying? But those, those two things I feel – I think because I feel so solid on those, those – maybe it's really just one thing that wisdom and well-being are always available, that I see it, like I see it in everybody now. And sometimes maybe they don't see it, so you can sort of point that out to them. So, yeah, so if you have any comments on that. Well, I think people want to be, people people um, want to know that's where they should live, is in that, and that they have it. Um mm-hmm. They really, we all do. We all want to wake up to that. So um, if that's really um, uh, fresh for you and that's really what you see deeply, then you want to offer that to people and and then help them find their way to sustain that and, and, and keep it going. And, you know, it's always about this work with... Um, the three principles in coaching and my mentoring people, it's always about uh, sharing what it, what you know, not trying to share beyond what you know. So if you truly know that this is true for people um, mm-hmm. and, you, and you, talk, you talk from that knowing, people will hear it. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then from there, you might be able to help them live more from the the feeling of well being. Yeah. Well whatever you yeah. whatever you all have gotten from your for yourself from the understanding of the principles, that's where you stay when you're gonna share about it with people. Um yeah. and that's, that's where um you're most helpful. Oh great. Well thank you, Mark. Well you're welcome, Tom. Thanks for being on the call. And then there's one more person. I'm not sure. Uh, this is Queens, New York.
Okay. Um, anybody else? We got like uh, five minutes to go. If you, if anybody else has a last minute thought they'd like to share with us, just hit start two. Well, I want to thank you all for being on the teleseminar today. Again, I really value uh, people who shared with us and gave us their thoughts and uh, and questions. I really like uh, our teleseminars to be interactive, and we really get so much, not only from what I'm sharing with you, but what other people also have to share, and I want to leave room for that on every teleseminar. And I think if you listen to the past teleseminars, you'll hear some really insightful uh, thoughts being shared by um, uh, other people who have been on the teleseminar. So um, all of you that um, received uh, the notice of my uh, teleseminars will get the recording. Um, We'll be emailing that out to you. And you can listen to the teleseminar either from my website or on uh, SoundCloud or uh, on podcast. We now are on iTunes podcast. So you can go or you can just go to the podcast app and um, put in Dr. Mark Howard and you'll see um, you'll see my podcast come up. So you can listen to all of the past ones as well. Um, okay, and if you haven't uh, heard from me about the, my, uh, the Missing Link book group and you'd like to get information about that, email me around that too. Okay, everyone, um, so good to have you here for our uh, November te- teleseminar, and I'll be uh, sending you out an announcement about the one in December. Okay, have a good rest of the month. Oh, well, we're, we're, uh, have a good start of December. That starts tomorrow. Okay, everyone, take care. Uh, happy that you were all with us today. Okay, bye.